Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. We want to get the stadium issue, uh, the stadium arena issue, I guess, in front of us. I, and I know it's, it's a Freudian slip there, but I mean, it's because there's such a similarity between what's going on now with this arena discussion at City Hall and what happened with the stadium debate uh, during the uh, ugly days of the Pan Am discussions that were going on. Uh, the motion, of course, uh, is uh, going to be done by Esther Paul, uh, the Council for Ward 7 up at the Central Mountain, and she's asking city staff and city council to at least consider and explore the idea of putting an arena at Lime Ridge Mall. Uh, the city direction at this point is, no, if we're going to build an arena, it's going to be downtown. And caught in the middle of this, of course, is the uh, main tenant, uh, that be the Hamilton Bulldogs. It's got to be very frustrating for them, uh, especially because from what I've seen on social media uh, over the last little while, there seems to be a lot of misinformation that's uh, circulating out there, and I hate to think that's going to color some counselors' opinions. Joining us to talk about this is Steve Stale. Steve, of course, is the president and general manager of the Hamilton Bulldogs. Uh, Steve, thank you for the time. Great you could join us today. Hey, good morning, Bill. Thanks how, for having me. As a, as a hometown Hamilton guy, Steve, how frustrating is it for you to watch this going back and forth like this? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, for me, Bill, I'm trying to look at the positive of uh, of this and, and uh, the excitement of, uh, of what this could become. I mean, for me, it's always been my mission. When I came back from uh, playing in the in the National Hockey League and then going on to uh, working with the Toronto Maple Leafs for a few years, this opportunity in Hamilton, when it was presented to me by Michael Anlauer, um, it was something that I really wanted to to do, uh, be a part of, be a part of the growth and the long term sustainability in hockey. Uh, you know, living here, uh, growing up here, and watching sort of a bit of the scattered past of teams kind of coming and going and all that. It was my mission to come in here, and, and we've worked very diligently and very hard to uh, to you know uh, make ourselves relevant. Uh, not only on the ice, but off the ice. And uh, we've been able to do that in four short years going into our fifth season here. So I'm trying not to get frustrated by this all. I, I know the leadership of Michael Anlauer and where his heart is and, and what his intentions are. I mean, uh, uh, it's a pretty incredible uh, individual and a leader in our community. So uh, I'm trying to look at the positives and uh, and what, what could become with the, with the new arena. I, I want to clear something up, and I, I talked to Michael about this a couple of weeks ago when he was on the show, but again, it still seems to be out there in some people's minds, uh, and, and that's this idea that some people are under the impression that the Bulldogs are holding a gun to the City Hall and, and simply say, build us a brand new arena or we're leaving, uh, and that's not what Michael told me, and that's not what your intention is, is it? Uh, not at all. I mean, I think you, you, you can look at all of Michael's comments from day one and, and uh, what his intentions are with this organization and with uh, what he wants to do here in the city of Hamilton. I mean, here's an owner who, and I've been around a lot of owners at different levels, uh, the commitment level that Michael Anlauer has uh, towards the city and, and towards the hockey team um, is incredible. And I think it's been very well stated. He's been forthright that He's putting his own money behind this, which uh, I know in other cases has never been the case as far as owners. So I think we're very blessed to have an owner like this that, uh, that's committed to our city. And uh, to me, it's, it's, it's only a positive. And, uh, you know, I think I want to I look at it from a positive lens and, and, and see that, uh, you know, eventually people are going to understand that this, is, this guy is really here for the right, right reasons and, uh, again, uh, committed to, to, the, to the city.
Steve, if nobody knows that by now, they haven't been paying attention. I mean, yeah. you know, the stuff that Michael has done for this community over the last number of years, as you mentioned, including uh, pouring a lot of his money into uh, what cops call a CMN First Ontario Centre to try to bring it up to some standard. Uh, a couple of other things we want to get to, uh, as I know your time is tight. First of all, uh, as Michael has told us, I just want you to reiterate, uh, the First Ontario Centre uh, is is probably not in the long-term plans for the Bulldogs, not not as it sits right now, anyway, unless it takes a whole lot of money. It just doesn't re- seem to fit the needs of the Hamilton Bulldogs at this time, does it? I, I would say suggest that the answer is no to that. I mean, there's certainly a lot of uh, work being done just to keep this keep it functioning. Um, as far as from a player's and uh, safety perspective, which is under my watch, uh, that, that's been fine. Uh, you know, we make sure that the ice and and the facilities are up to par for that, but certainly long-term viability and sustainability for the Hamilton Bulldogs, uh, or, or anybody really, uh, when you look at it, uh, is, is uh, probably uh, not, not viable moving forward. From a business standpoint, again, I'm seeing some criticism that, well, the Bulldogs haven't been open in, uh, about how much money they're going to put into this, etc. Now, I'm, I'm going to give you from my perspective on this, Steve. Uh, as somebody who was on city council for nine years, uh, this is a business negotiation, and you don't negotiate in the media. I, I don't expect you to tell me how much is involved in this until you actually have a partnership formed, and the city hasn't actually done that yet. So I can understand why there has to be some sense of confidentiality about what numbers are going to be used. And that's my understanding as well, Bill. I mean, confidentiality is important. I think that some of the documents and things that are that are going back and forth are, are just that. They're confidential, and uh, you know that would be uh, something that Michael could speak to. Um, but uh, I don't think that there's anything underhanded if anybody's worried about... Uh, I mean, Michael from day one has been forthright and, and upfront and available. Uh, I don't think that if anybody says he's not available, uh, that, that is certainly a, a miscast of, of Michael. He's always been available and wants to be forthright and, and uh, communicative, and uh, I know that that's, uh, part of it is some of this confidentiality that, uh, that, that you've alluded to. Well, and let's face it, I mean, when somebody, I, I know as, as somebody who does a show like this, Steve, uh, if somebody is unavailable, there's a lot, a lot of the time there's a very valid reason. Michael does have another uh, business to run, uh, and of course his affiliation with the Montreal Canadiens too, which keeps him busy. So uh, yeah, that, that's a bit of a, a red herring to suggest that people aren't available. He's always been around uh, anytime we've asked for him, or if not, he'll try to make alternative arrangements. So that's not a problem. I guess the the long term question here. I don't know what city council is going to do, Steve. I don't think anybody does. I'm not sure sh- sure city council knows what they're going to do here. Uh, but are you confident that that this is going to get itself resolved to the mutual benefit of the Bulldogs and the city? Well, and that, that's been on my approach all the time. I've been looking at it from a positive lens. I think what, again, what we've been able to do uh, with this with the, the OHL organization here, the Bulldogs, in the four years that we've been here. Um, has only led to an overwhelming support. I was at an event yesterday with overwhelming support. I think you see sort of some of the things from the grassroots level, not just the Bulldogs Foundation, but um, even to go as far as some of our players that are that, that are pro hockey players now that are living in our city in the off season. Just there's just so much that that it has gone so well for us, and we worked very hard at uh, at not just building a great hockey team. I mean, we captured the spirit of the Hamilton sports fan in our 2018. Uh, OHL championship season, and uh, um, those are some of the things that we can be very, very proud of, and I'm excited about. I guess you know, I try not to look at the negative of it, but certainly from my vision, Bill, I think you understand where I come from and what why I'm back here in Hamilton and, and not in the National Hockey League and doing what I'm doing is for the long term long term viability of uh, of uh, junior hockey and being able to inspire the youth uh, in our in our community. So. 
is there a part of me that wakes up some mornings going, maybe I won't be able to see that vision through uh, here in Hamilton? Yeah, I, I certainly. But again, I come in every day and stay focused on on building the team, making sure our players are are, are well looked after. We tr- differentiate ourselves in that regard here with the Hamilton Bulldogs. You can ask the players and the families and the billets, uh, you know, on, on that side of things as well. So, yeah, of course, there's there's part of me every once in a while that catches myself uh, with the concern that, listen, we put four years in, we're going into five years of making this thing something special that Hamiltonians can be proud of forever. Uh, yeah, there, there there certainly is a part of me that, that, that uh, uh, makes me worry that uh, I w- we won't be able to see this vision through here in Hamilton. Well, I hope that's not the case uh, because you're more than just a hockey team. I mentioned the other day on the program, and it's worth uh, repeating, I guess. I mean, the, the Bulldogs Foundation has been such an intrinsic part of this community. I know you just re-upped uh, with the Board of Education with the breakfast program, and that's only one of many different things that the Bulldogs have done and that uh, one of the things that Michael has instituted here in this community. And uh, uh, You're an asset in a big way, not just as a sports franchise, but also as a community member. So, Steve, we're hopeful that this is going to work itself out. We'll see what happens at City Hall over the next couple of days. Yeah, me too, Bill. I appreciate the time. Thank you. Thank you. Steve Steos, the president and general manager of the Hamilton Bulldogs. Uh, I want to bring John Best uh, from the Bay Observer into the conversation here. Uh, John, first of all, thanks for the time. Good to have you with us today. Uh, My pleasure, Bill. Give me give me your read on what you're seeing here, how the city is reacting, how the council is reacting to this, and how the community is reacting. I, uh, like I say, the, the, the comparison I'm hearing from an awful lot of people is, here we go again with the stadium debate. Please, please tell me that's not going to happen. Well, it um, it looks a bit like that, to be quite honest. Um, you know, I think I think there is a difference uh, in uh, there's certainly no difference in terms of the behavior of city council uh, in the sense that uh, in in the case of the stadium debate, the what many people believe was the most logical location was arbitrarily taken off the page uh, before things even got started, and and here uh, we the council was presented with a a report that that really was handcuffed in the sense that it was only looking at downtown uh would have been interesting if some of that taxpayer money had been spent exploring the other option however the other option had to be available and at that time it wasn't uh i'm not sure where this is going uh i mean my sources suggest that that the votes aren't there frankly for uh the lime ridge thing but uh as I said to you uh, earlier, um, it, it, the, only, the only reason the votes aren't there is because uh, members of council allow themselves to be pushed around. Uh, if you just look at the, the raw numbers, uh, we have roughly a two-thirds majority of council uh, that's either in the suburbs or on the mountain. So you, you would think that they could uh, put a, a, a little less feeble effort forward, but We'll have to see what happens later this week. You know, there um, is one main difference uh, between the stadium uh, debate and, and this one, and that's that there's no government money here. Uh, you know, we had federal and provincial assistance, uh, and a lot of it, uh, to construct a, a stadium, and, and that's how we got Tim Horton Field. And, yeah, the city did contribute. But this is this is going to be private sector, or it's probably not going to happen. And yeah, now you've got two private sector partners here, Cadillac Fairview and Michael Landelar, that are saying, look, at, we'll pony up. We're, we're gonna, we'll jump in on this with you. Uh, I don't know that anybody else is knocking at the door to do that sort of thing, John. Well, except that if you look at the report, and, and of course, you know, in many ways this report has been driven towards what the impression of what council wanted in the first place, but 
the report does uh, suggest that there's going to be both senior government money and private sector money. They, they don't spell out where it's coming from, but, uh, you know, that, that's there. And even with it there, uh, you're still looking at um, a probable expenditure of uh, well in excess of $100 million. So, so, you know, so the, so they've got a report that's promising them many things that may or may not uh, happen uh, when when reality sets in. Well, and I'd be surprised, and, and I'd, I'd love to find out exactly what they think that source of money is going to be, because uh, the federal government has made it quite clear to other communities, including Quebec City, by the way, who's still chasing an NHL franchise, uh, that they're not going to pony up any money for that. You do that with private sector money or your own, but that's not going to happen from government money anymore. So if well, they, the if only caveat I would throw at that is that we do have an election coming up, and in the heat of an election, all kinds of wacky promises get made. So uh, I, I agree with you generally, Bill, but you know what happens. Uh, I mean, elections are getting crazier all the time, So uh, you know, and that's only uh, three or four weeks away. Um, you know, no matter how this turns out, I mean, there is another way of looking at this, and, and I would think that any smart business person, and I'm sure Michael Andlauer is one of the smartest, would be aware, um, let's say it doesn't happen. Let's say Limeridge gets shot down. Um, my sense is, and the sense of other people I've talked to, is that both Limeridge and Mr. Andlauer are going to be in a position to drive a, a really good deal for themselves because there's a, certainly there's an overwhelming public opinion uh, that, uh, that we owe uh, both of them, probably, Limeridge, because they've been our largest taxpayer, and Mr. Andlauer, because of, uh, you know, the sort of less than uh, stellar treatment he's had uh, ever since he brought hockey to Hamilton. So, you know, there's, they're, they're going to be in a very powerful position, in my view, um, uh, however this thing uh, unfolds. Is there even a possibility, and I don't know the financials of this at all, but is there a possibility that they just may seek other partners and do this on their own? Well, uh, I can't say that. I, I, I don't know what the math is. I mean, let's face it, an arena is essentially a money loser. No matter how you cut it, uh, arenas don't make money. Uh, what you get with arenas is uh, maybe enough activity that the subsidy doesn't break your bank too much. But the arena is, you know, the, the play clearly is, is for the uh, additional commercial opportunities and uh, residential opportunities. That's that's where the profit is, and uh, you know, if you're a developer or an investor, you, you have to look at the at the bottom line in terms of profit. The arena is before it's even built. An arena is essentially a white elephant, and uh, what you're trying to do is put enough good stuff around it to make the whole package make sense. I I had a discussion with the, uh, the actually the guys who event ended up uh, doing the reverse at Linesdale Park in Ottawa, and this is about five six years ago. I mean they hadn't even put a shovel in the ground at this stage, but he was talking to me about that one evening, uh, and uh, he essentially said the the stadium's a throw in. We'll build a stadium for them. It's the commercial stuff and, and the condos that, that, that we wanted. And that's what they've done, obviously, if anybody's been up to Ottawa in the last little while. And I got a feeling that's what Cadillac Fairview is looking at doing here, too. They Basically, they're going to, I guess, reinvent uh, that piece of property up there. Yes, and, and uh, you know, if you were looking at the Cadillac Fairview property versus downtown, I mean, the one advantage Cadillac Fairview has is they have a huge footprint up there. Downtown is fairly prescribed. It's the... The footprint that the arena currently is on, and then you swap around to 
and possibly sell the footprint that the uh, uh, that the convention center is sitting on. But at the end of the day, it's not a huge piece of property. Whereas Cadillac Fairview has got an enormous uh, footprint up there, and you know the potential for uh, development is is really uh, much greater. And you know they they may. Uh, see that opportunity i don't know but uh well the council's uh, not going to see it because uh, so far anyway they've chosen not to even look into it which i find rather frustrating john that's, we'll, we'll see, that's we'll, the key parallel yeah. that we're running into with the stadium debate just this closed-mindedness uh, at the very beginning of the process which is really frustrating very frustrating john will uh, stay in touch as this develops thanks for this today you're welcome bill john best from the bay observer The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.